What's up? You listen to Dead Air Hardcore Radio. You! Boom. Welcome to another Northwest edition of Dead Air. I'm trying to recollect the last time I've had an uh, had an actual Northwest hardcore band besides like Chris and and Caleb and by all means, which I don't count just because I shoot the shit with them all the time. Uh, I'm glad to have some uh, Northwest hardcore representation for 2022. Let's go ahead and uh, each of you in this band say your names, um, the name of the band, and what you do in said band. Yo, I'm Alex, and I do vocals in Kaizo. I am Lander, and I do drums in Kaizo. I am uh, stand number two, now stand number one. I play bass in Kaizo. <laughs> Started off with an inside joke. <laughs> okay. I love inside jokes. I hope to be a part of one sometime. <laughs> <laughs> You get an inside joke and a reference. Ooh, it's yes. a two. It's a twofer. <laughs> it's a twofer. Shit, I did. I I did. You know, I have to backtrack my first statement. You're not the first Northwest band for 2022. You're the first Seattle band for ah. 2022. First Northwest is Witness Chamber um, for for 2022. Boise. Boise. I can't disrespect the Northwest and say that uh, Idaho is not a part, even though if it wasn't for the music. Who's going there? Okay, to be fair, if you guys go to go to go to Boise often, I mean, I guess it's cool if you're gonna go hiking or want to get devoured by wolves. Yeah, they're out here doing it though. We tried to we tried to book a Boise date for our weekender for our record release, but um, there's so much shit going on there that it seemed like they couldn't fit us in. There's so many shows. So let's uh let's get a little bit of a background story for Kaizo for just. The beginning of how how you guys uh started this uh northwest metallic hardcore project okay the origin story goes uh i was checking out at whole foods and my cashier <laughs> the cashier okay. was drumming on the register and i was like yo do you play drums and he was like i used to but i play guitar now and i was like where do you like like hardcore metalcore and shit and he was like yeah and uh that was josh and so we exchanged numbers and we met up with a couple other guys at uh, Georgetown Liquor and uh, started a band. <laughs> Yo, shout, shout out to uh, Georgetown Liquor over Whole Foods. Whole Foods is Whole Foods is fine, um, with an exception of just like Bezos. I, yeah, Bezos. Fuck that shit. Uh, I think the last time I I was like I was like working up North Seattle way, and I went went there, and I'm like. I was like, ooh, there's a couple little things I could get as snacks. Go out the door with f- spending almost $25. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that shit. And I was like, not even that much shit. I mean, the, to be fair, that's every fucking where there's like, like living, living, I keep forgetting because I work in Seattle, live down here and go and, and I'll go to a convenience store down here and get all the things I need for a, for, for work for the evening, spend maybe like 12 bucks it's double that if I go to fucking, you know, there go to Seattle, like whether and Whole Foods, it's triple. So it is what it yeah. is. Uh, I mean, they also also have what is that fucking? Uh, they have the they have the vegan burger place in the in the Whole Foods up. Is it that which Whole Foods did you guys Next meet level. at? Oh, that yeah. was inner. That was Inner Bay. Oh, Inner Bay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. It's, that's that's close to like the docks and shit, right? Yeah, it's right on fifteenth. Uh, okay, heading north having north out of downtown towards like Ballard. Okay, they made an okay sandwich. I it, it was passable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go for the I go for the TLTA, the tempeh lettuce tomato avocado. I think I had that, and that was actually pretty uh, pretty solid. I think also that's not too far from Ballard. They've got the they got the cycle dogs out there. Bro, which has, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on cycle. Bat, bat, what? Cycle dogs? Yes, no. I mean, bro, I'm like they know me by name. Oh shit, that's sick. I love. <laughs> we love. They're like twice a week. We love to see it out here. We love to see it, like, because I live out here and like, there's not like too much. Like, we have my friends. Uh, 
who do the Vigo truck down here, like finally just started doing stuff down in the South. Oh, Sam- dude, that was in like Sumner or something. Um, it's in Puyallup. Uh, Puyallup. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vigo. Uh, that's that not my re- so not my regular content, but obviously we talk vegan on here. <laughs> that's I'm fat and love fucking love fucking <laughs> vegan food. Um, dude, it's it's so it's so sick. Uh, Georgetown. Speaking of that, Georgetown liquor. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the fucking that's the OG fucking shit. spot right spot right there. It's uh, I don't know. I I I I enjoy. It's uh, one of the few places that like as a straight edge person, I'm like where I can just sit down and not feel like even though it's a fucking bar, I can just sit down and chill by myself, eat a fucking eat that fucking vegan food. It's it's a cool place. I know they they really put on for like shows as well, which is really fucking cool. It's just it's just a really cool place. All the fucking um all the fucking anti-cop shit up in the uh yeah. in that bar. I'm I'm I it I feel it feels good. It feels good. I feel at home. <laughs> I feel at, I feel at home. Um it's it's just a cool uh, it's a cool space. It's not, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's not obviously a bold thing to do in Seattle, but actually low key it is. Cause we have, we live in a place that's a, a weird, there's a, there's a weird political climate for the, well, for, for, a, the, well, for a business, it's kind of bold. Cause like you'd think business is like, you know, relying on the system to kind of protect them, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, unfor- <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, like, yeah, no, I get it. I get it to a, to to a degree but uh what was your guys's uh uh intro into uh because you guys you know some you guys lean into the the metal or hardcore what was your like uh intro into like northwest hardcore or like northwest uh local music dan you should take this one because you're you've been around here longer (laughs) yeah so uh actually lander's the only guy in the band from here the rest of us are transplants but i've been i've been booking for Geez, uh, since 2005, I think. Uh, but I'm from the Kansas City, Wichita area. Um, I started working with Daniel Matson on a tour for Idols way back in the day when he was coming out my way. And that was kind of my introduction to the Northwest scene. And that's just kind of who I used to get my foot in the door. So, <laughs> When did you, uh, the rest of you guys, move to uh, the Pacific Northwest? So uh, I moved here uh, in 2014. Lander's from here. Yeah, I've always lived here. But I'm I'm like a little baby, so I'm I'm new to the scene. <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah. that's chill. We it's a good it's a good time. There's bands actually doing shit. I don't have to. Yeah. I don't I don't have to talk about the depressing uh, after uh, show talk about oh there's no uh, band there's no bands there's no shows blah 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 like because uh, because people will be like what's going on up there I'm like oh fucking no I'm I'm just sad depressed <laughs> the depression that's what's going on up here and now that now I can I can confidently say there's shows like like if you live in the Pacific Northwest long enough you know that we get skipped all the fucking time as far as like oh, yeah tours and people complain about it but if you live here be fucking grateful be fucking grateful for the people who are booking and the and the people that are booking jag all the and anything else that on the tours that actually do decide to come through here because i talked it i talked about it roughly on the last on the last one way i did with sunny just like how people don't realize how how much of a uh struggle it is to get here until you get here like especially in the winter like big big ups to people who come to come through seattle in the fucking winter like for for real like uh i'm I'm always I'm always uh, surprised to see it, but like, cause there is that, and that, I think that's also like bookers should be like for like November, December, January. We should focus a lot on on local shows and people and get those local shows because that's the perfect fucking time. There might be one or two tours, and you don't even know if those tours are gonna fucking come through for sure, a hundred percent. So I don't know. I'm I'm great. I'm grateful when people are putting in. Uh, hard work. You guys uh, have been booking your uh, basically your own shows. You've been doing the like you aren't from the Northwest and maybe uh, a little bit new to Northwest hardcore, but uh, you guys understand the Northwest hardcore thing of basically if you can't if you don't see something getting done, you do it yourself. And you guys have been 
uh, booking your own, you've been booking your own gigs and that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, on the, on the topic of winter, um, I fucking moved here in December and I didn't realize how fucking stupid that was, (laughs) um, (laughs) because of just getting over the mountains and the pass and stuff. The, uh, the pass wasn't that bad, um, coming over, uh, what is it? The cascades. Yes. What's the, yeah, yeah. The cascade. That wasn't that bad. But like coming through like um, the middle of the country, I guess it's like the Rockies or whatever, um, was really, really fucking bad. Like we were going like 15 miles an hour with a trailer on the back of the Jeep down this fucking mountain, like in the middle of Montana. <laughs> it was so sketchy. Well, and you don't even realize that like I think back I went to um, play a couple shows um, back in like 2015 and then we also saw the last mindset show um down there and we um we went we i didn't realize like just even like i knew there's a couple passes there's a pass going in california like like going from oregon to california but then i didn't think the fucking pass going into from uh going into la was gonna be fucking horrible like I was like I didn't I was like I knew it was high but the grapevine is fucking I was like I'm getting snowed in going to fucking L.A. What the fuck? In LA, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean it. I mean people talk about the grapevine and I mean that shit is fucking real. Unless you want to take yeah. the coast coastal routes, uh, yeah. The the uh, grapevine fucking uh, for sure sucks. But yeah, no. Like with all that stuff, it's just hard to get here that's why there's so many fucking tours is uh, in the east coast and <laughs> in the west coast gets uh has like sometimes has like four four fucking california dates and then goes somewhere and then goes somewhere else um, yeah it was kind of it was kind of jarring like um moving here because i'm i'm originally from like southeast pennsylvania so like every philly suburb um there was something going on like you could go to like four shows in a weekend and not drive more than like 25 miles and they're all at like you know vfw halls fire halls fucking eagles posts and shit and And that makes uh, me jealous dude (laughs) and even like and even like even you know like 2010 2008 when like warp tour was huge like i could go to three warp tours fucking like in within like 100 miles Moving to Seattle for like, me was a huge upgrade, though, because like where I'm from, like Kansas City would get stuff occasionally, but I'm from Wichita, which is three hours away, and ain't nothing coming through there or Oklahoma City for that matter. So like moving to Kansas City, or to Seattle was like cool. We at least get two bands a year. <laughs> <laughs> just getting to just even Seattle music, we have an interesting uh, just dynamic here with like I think you guys are are filling a gap uh, stylistically <clears throat> with like you and a couple and mainly like maybe one other uh band in the Pacific North at least in the Seattle area uh, from what I from what I know with uh, just kind of your brand of metallic hardcore that is uh, specifically popular with uh just what is going on right now in metallic hardcore because uh like at the time uh the last I believe the Knocked Loose tour came in 2019 there was like no there there'd be no there was no one to even think of for for local support i mean i don't i think maybe you guys were start just getting your uh getting started i believe or yeah we started we started in uh january 2020 like right before okay so that so yeah you guys weren't even existent at that at the time of that of that knocked loose tour and there was like it it was crazy because there's just a lot of kids ready for hardcore ready for like heavy music but there was no there's just like no other like local support like there was no bands to to turn to at that point so that people could go check out there was very there was very little and we're seeing more and more um still still not at the at the uh speed that i'm that i would like i would like to see more people um pick up a guitar and uh put out music and i think we're still having good shows but we need it's we're still needing more and more in the seattle tacoma area people to uh you know pick that up um so how's it so going back to like the self-booking shows how's the how have these uh 
I know that the last one had a little bit of a lot of uh, lineup changes. Fortunately, I like I was I couldn't fucking make it out either, like because of because of work. And it was just like I know yeah. you've you guys have done like two shows in the last like six months, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the first one we did was August, and then the last one we did was supposed to be January, but the COVID cases were super high, so we pushed it to February. That makes sense. And then yeah, just with that being said, there's just cancellations. I got COVID at the time, and. And I, I had to, I got COVID right after Jag and I had to seriously just like my whole schedule for the last, for the last month and a half kind of was pushed around be like one week where I was sick basically. And I know that's same with some people's work. It'll, it will dictate your schedule for the next months to come, whether it's with work life, catching up with something anything it it's it's rough for sure so yeah uh, how besides yeah fuck covid <laughs> is that that's what you said right yeah oh okay cool yeah for uh i'm gonna try to stop i'm gonna try to not cuss as much since we're going since i'm since people can hear us on the fm radio again so oh, uh, noted. <laughs> frick frick covid no i know i'm gonna have to edit myself john the engineer knows he's he's when i when when this when this stuff goes that he knows this is that it i'm i'm gonna have to because i literally let myself go i the second i this i've been off of fm radio for five years and the, the second i hit the mic post post fm i just couldn't care less yeah <laughs> i was just like i was I let I let I let the f words, um, I let I let them fly. People were super shocked, uh, though. They're like, "You don't cuss." I'm like, "Yeah, you you just started cussing out of nowhere." It's like, "No, I just don't have anyone telling me I don't have to anymore." <laughs> like, I also was uh, doing stuff with a with a band where uh, the guitarist was super religious, so I could cuss when the dude when the person's dad wasn't there at the shows but if they were the dad was there i couldn't and if i wasn't uh if i couldn't say anything bad i couldn't say bad words on record because the dad was listening so i was it was i was like this isn't even my dad (laughs) dads man i was like i felt like it was like 2002 and and we're having and we're having the the fucking Christian book burnings and like having just having uh, on, your way, on your way to a Switchfoot concert. <laughs> no, for real, like people that that used to like like now, I couldn't even imagine with how society is now because there used to be a time you say something. Eminem, I remember Eminem like got in the headlines because he said he said he he had that White America song back when I was in. Of like junior high and he was and they were and the christians were up in arms burning him at mcds they did that shit in the 90s they did they're like they were throwing they were throwing shit in the garbage and like buying stuff just to break it and i'm like must be nice can't do that with inflation now how do you like them gas prices? I spent too much money on little stickers, man. Dude, so <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Have you, <laughs> seen, like, have you seen one in the wild? I've seen them. All we the time. Them, so we see them all really? the time. I started collecting them on my work truck. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen them in Seattle. It's the only place I really fill up. But um, I ride my bike to and from work, so I only fill my car like every other week. <laughs> They're, no, it's ridiculous it's like it's the same people like you these these protesters have no respect for 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 businesses for their vandalizing <laughs> they're like all right let me put a sticker let me put these stickers on the on the gas station <laughs> take it everywhere. off okay okay let me no i've seen it like this at my at, at this place i've been they they put the stickers they take them off they put more stickers take them off causes more damage to the pump um Take them off again. They sharpie the uh, the f Joe Biden, um, and then and then they wash that off. Then they carve it into the fucking <laughs> tank. I'm like, 
are you fucking kidding me? Like, so I'm just like the, the, it is sheer hypocrisy. Like, and I'm, it's, it's just hilarious. It's hilarious. Cause I, I mean, uh, politically I could care less, man. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I don't necessarily give a fuck what you do to the gas gas tank as long as I can get to work. I don't. I don't particularly care what you think about the president because I haven't. There's not been a president in my lifetime I've supported. So say what the fuck you want, but it's the people who just. I think it's just people who think that they're hilarious it's when it's anything it's with anything when you think when you really think you're doing something and you're not it's like with any- people like the people that put um those cards in people's um windshield wipers when they think they parked bad they're like next time don't park like an asshole <laughs> and it's like they have like carry around these little business cards and it's like wow you really think you're doing something huh no it's not gonna it's, it's just i'm sorry but if i if you were live in Seattle, you you kind of know that people just park like assholes. So it's just like it is what it is. Like you, every city, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like I get I get it to a point too. You're trying to make room because the the people in this fucking city, like if you live in I work I work at uh, properties in Seattle and apartments that that give people the tiniest fucking parking spaces imaginable. It's yeah. fucking it's. It's ridiculous. Like I, I try. I'm, I'm like, I'm not doing that. If I, whenever I work, I'm like, especially because I'm over overnight. I fucking, I'll double park that shit. Fuck that. I'm not doing that just for some asshole to, to ding my fucking car. Yeah, every spot in Seattle is a compact spot. If for like a hundred percent, like it is, it is what it is. What it is, but going back, just like to just my, uh, metallic music. What were um original kind of influences that got you into more of the more of the hardcore side of uh metallic music crickets 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 i think we had a glitch over here (laughs) not a not a thought in my head can you hear us (laughs) yeah no i can hear you we we had a little bit of a stutter with our stream over here yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought I thought you guys d- were just uh, like avoiding my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, Trevor. I was thought it was the ma- wait. What is the question? Are- Sorry. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I literally thought you guys were trying to avoid the question to get to the next one. No. Sorry, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, man. I think. All right, rewind. 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 <laughs> Uh, what are what are some bands that influenced the more metallic the more hardcore side of metallic music for uh, for this current sound? Because you guys have a you know a sound that kind of brings to current with some of the uh, metallic contemporaries of the current day, um, and you guys definitely go with some of the stuff that uh, that uh, my friend Garrett is uh, in Lilith and. Uh, X motion have been, uh, have been doing, you guys definitely, uh, you guys have, uh, collabed with the ever popular Jesus piece, um, or Aaron from Jesus piece on the, on the, uh, on the current, which, uh, just like it may listen. And I was like, Oh fuck. I need to listen to that. Uh, last Jesus piece record. Cause that shit is, I that shit is, was so good. Um, I feel like that, that one, that record doesn't, it does. Maybe it's just because it's not in my my uh, in front of me, but I feel like that one doesn't get talked about as much in circles of heavy music, like as far as like the other popular uh, releases. But I think that that record was that last Jesus Peace record was fantastic. So going to the question, so what? So so the metallic hardcore influences. I mean, for me, the way I play drums for this band is is heavily heavily influenced by bands like Vane especially Vane and uh, Dillinger Escape Plan, um, Slipknot, Jesus Peace also, you know, when it, when it needs to be sort of more simple. Just uh, kind of all over the board. I'm a jazz drummer, jazz drummer primarily, I guess. So I, I kind of, you know, just play by feel for the most part. No, absolutely. And that, that, work, that works too. Like I've seen some of my favorite like hardcore drummers also, like I'm not saying that you don't like hardcore because you've already cited that, but like I've seen 
like my my friends uh who are not and uh my friend will who uh he was he was fucking killer and uh when he when he drummed in uh safe and sound uh he had no he had literally no references he had to be basically fed all the parts uh and be like this is a band you just listen through this real quick and then he'll he just ripped it out and fucking um he was he was great in that in that way but he just wasn't interested in the kind of culture of hardcore which is fine i get where some musicians because there are like there gets to a point where uh where create where where there where people find themselves at a creative crossroads whether you break a you break a certain ceiling or you uh and risk your fans calling you something calling you not hardcore or calling you this i get this all the time being doing uh basically trying to create content for facebook for for tiktok uh i'm i'm constantly having to fight people on what uh on definitions um because regardless of what people would say like you know uh, I'll stand by it. Kaizo is a hardcore band. Uh, like Chopping Blocks, a hardcore band. By All Means is a hardcore band. Um, all those bands. Uh, uh, Witness Chamber is a hardcore band. Every single song, every single band is different. Different sounds, different ideas, vastly different influences. But they, but they, uh, they all contribute. Whether you like it or not, it's some listeners will disagree uh and that is what it is it doesn't but it does not make something less hardcore hardcore is there is um influence influence definitely drives whether you're influenced by a certain like classic uh band or whatnot but it also has to do with uh, you know intent and that's also what separates you from something that might be like more uh in the metalcore the modern or stuff that is that kind of separates that's uh, that there are there are some dividing lines when it especially when it comes to there's dividing lines when it comes to punk and hardcore but there's also divide lines with kind of hard metallic hardcore or uh metal influenced hardcore and uh kind of the met the modern metalcore of today which i can't even I'm gonna be honest. I can't. I can't even think of a of a of something that is super like modern metalcore. Because like the the thing, the I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. But it's all like different. Like I don't even like like I know people are really into that band, like Spirit Box. I don't even know if I consider that a metalcore band. I don't know. I fucking fuck if I know. Yeah. I don't. I just know what ba- I know. A few bands that people talk about, but I can't. I can't. Def- I can't define that as much anymore. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like in the last like five years or so, it's been so like um, people have been much less worried about like what box they fit in or what genre they fit in, and more worried about like what they can bring to the table, whether it's um, a throwback. Uh, sound or um, mixing two sounds together um, or uh, you know just doing something just totally off the wall you know there's just so much you don't want to you don't really want to put yourself into into a box depending on what you you want to do and like if you want to put yourself in a box that's that's chill but like it's it's hard for me to find like because when I think I guess uh, modern metalcore or something I think of something that has like some that something along the lines of like a something what Beartooth does, like clean choruses, breakdowns, stuff like stuff like that. Like uh, that's like I feel like the real late two thousands uh, to to twenty the early twenty tens like style of stuff. Like I know, um, I know like a big influence. Like I said, like I said it earlier. I don't know if I cut out or not, but I wish Josh. I wish Josh was here to talk more about the influences. He'll be here in like 10 minutes, but um, I know a big influence for him is uh, Under Oath, which obviously they left their mark on the the metalcore scene. Um, and they were kind of, uh, 
I guess, controversial to a point where they were dividing people of like, oh, are they metalcore? Are they post-hardcore? Are they screamo, emo bullshit? Like, <laughs> I think it's just they're 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 their own uh, they're their own band for sure. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to hardcore, like I've I've find myself uh, taking a lot liking to them over the years. Like my first listens to them, I was not keen and i don't and as far as like earlier under oath like i haven't listened to like their death metal type stuff that they did in the 90s in a don't, long don't time listen to it. It sucks. So the I, dallas stuff <laughs> yeah the dallas the, the the dallas stuff is not is kind of yes. <sighs> yeah i just there's just so much like i did a live yesterday i mean today on uh tiktok where people were just like my brain is when somebody will remind me of something I haven't listened to in 10 years that I just briefly like listen to, whether it was punk or metal or whatever, I'll be like, my brain is fried. Cause unless I'm, I'm, I currently listen to it in the last like couple years and I only briefly listen to it. I can't tell you what it fucking listen, what it sound like. I do, uh, especially if I listen to it in high school, if it's been like a decade, uh, I don't know if I have an opinion because there's some stuff that was punk that like completely uh, like turned me off. Like there was some stuff that was uh, like there was some popular like oi style stuff that I just wasn't like back like ten plus years ago. I was like eh, whatever, and then I listened <laughs> to some. I listened to it today. I was like, okay, I can kind of get a. I can I can get in with this because i i understand the references better i understand them i understand the uh political context and i guys like i i i agree with this more versus something like christian death metal like like i don't the like to be fair like if you guys don't listen to like older zeo that shit fucking slaps yeah it rips a hundred a hundred percent like that type that type of stuff like the the 97 Zeo LP is absolutely, uh, I still listen to that, uh, this day. Like I, I remember I got my, I got my high, my, uh, my, my highest, uh, UPH at the warehouse due to, due to, uh, doing a no, no and blasting and blasting music from my, uh, from my phone while, while working. Isn't, wasn't the Zayo stuff like super Christian? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, a hundred percent. Like it's, it's like raining demons and angels and fire from the sky and shit like that. But it's. I don't know for that sonically it's easy for me to it's easy for me because it's musically so good like I yeah. love I love everything about that style of 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 metalcore because it it implements uh, a lot of unique influences of from death metal and and puts it into hardcore but that that uh that wasn't that that is just uh, nobody seems to be able to do to current like um there's obviously a lot of death core death me- metal influenced hardcore but uh not so much that do it that have that do it like zeo or did it in the year of 1997 like that's yeah. crazy like maybe you know arguably uh all out war but i feel like that is a totally different uh totally different style of like uh, death metal a hundred percent like there was some there's something that there i love all out war but that stuff uh but the there was definitely an intensity to uh what zeo does but like like i said like some other stuff i just can't i'll i'll listen to it because i was i grew up religious and i'll just i can't i i fucking i there's it's the the stuff there's there's the stuff i there it's it just comes with time there's stuff that i that i didn't like now i like like there's stuff i did like now i fucking couldn't care because it also has to do with like the content too and the relatability i talked about it in uh my i did an interview with uh the drummer of cold shoulder and we talked about uh you know pop punk and blink 182 and i'm like i feel like the, i don't like to fall into stereotypes but i feel like the second i turned 24 and then uh started dating and like became a became a fucking it had to have start being having a kid and being an adult and working and doing i was just like these people whining about this bullshit doesn't 
do do shit for me. <laughs> I love pop punk, dude. That's I probably, fine. I probably That's valid. More, I probably listen to more pop punk than than metalcore, hardcore sometimes. That's sonically, there's nothing. There's not, but I'm just 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 watch just watch out for them red flags. Oh yeah, watch out for them red. <laughs> don't I? Maybe don't be. Uh, I I don't know if you're. If you're currently single or dating, but be beware about those reference of saying what pop referencing pop punk bands on the on those first dates, and that's just yeah. for everyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm 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 fully committed to somebody, but yeah, it's uh, don't uh, let do, don't live by some <laughs> of these lyrics. <laughs> it's gotten it's gotten better. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> They're used, dude. Listening to some of that stuff. I, I can totally see like it just like complete complete uh can can lead you down a pipeline, man. Some some it didn't didn't age well. No, the 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 incel uh, you know how could you how could you leave me? You you don't like me. You're a fucking insert slur here. <laughs> I'm a huge Glassjaw fan, and going back and listening to it, it's kind of tough sometimes. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think about that. Oh yeah, yeah, gla- yeah Glassjaw. Yeah, they're a big, they're a big one for me too. I love, gla- I love Glassjaw a hundred percent. Like Glassjaw was definitely big and big and uh, just like that style of that style of music. Uh, and I, I've never grown out of that sonically for sure. Like uh, I'm so sad that Glassjaw tour isn't coming anywhere. Right. Oh my yeah. god. I it's, feel like they always mess us. <laughs> The last, I think they came by the time. Oh, we got. Let me get uh, Josh in the chat. Let me get a. Let me get a. Oh shit! Not only is it talent, like he's got a. He's got the best setup right now. He's got the best lighting. Oh come on! Do you know how long it took me to oh, set dude. this up? <laughs> a little flamingo there. That's cute. Got these like lights all over. That's my vocal booth. <laughs> Oh shit! Basically, yeah, right, right here. <laughs> oh, and he's about to, yo, he, <laughs> nice. So, what's up? Uh, nothing much. Just got back from uh, picking up my partner from pottery class. Nice. It looks like you're about to twitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got the little microphone as well, like the little, the little blue one. Oh, nice! Like perfect camera angle and everything. <laughs> what's up everyone we're gonna play minecraft today what's lots, lots of w's in the chat wait is uh, this what elden ring is we talked about um what did what were we talking about before he came in i don't i don't i'm not i don't remember i, um, I don't I, think I don't got a we thought were, in my we head were, we were kind of talking about the um you were asking like uh what the metallic influences were um for us for our our style of metalcore metallic hardcore i mean mine is just basically under oath and that's it <laughs> i said that i said that I think that's what i think that's what we got we got to we just kind of talked to we just talked to and then we so, started talking about christian christian bands like zayo <laughs> so how does that so with all those how did how does that just bring to current with just because hey like i so i feel like it's so i think it it eludes more hardcore like old heads than not because especially people who are who are anywhere from thirty five from thirty five to like fifty to like or beyond that got into maybe the nineties and the eighties hardcore scene so that they don't it's it's completely misses them that a metallic band like is like the influences are from you know that. People don't get that there are pathways, that there are many different pathways to get to hardcore and to get to the different style of hardcore. But like, if if somebody told if if some if we were to tell my my gatekeeper friend, and I say friend loosely, my my this this dude I've been dealing with for the last <laughs> couple week couple weeks, and he finally when I cited some shit that he did that made him be like, oh, I, I need to shut up now. Like, cause he's thought I didn't know anything because, oh, I talked about turnstile or, oh, I talked, I have a slipknot flag. I didn't know that I didn't cite shit or, um, let's be real. I'm not a gatekeeper in any way. I don't fucking, I don't cite something if I don't know it. If I'm, if I'm familiar with it, I'll say I'm familiar with it, but I'm not going to fucking 
like when it comes to some like when it comes to some street punk stuff older power violence stuff like that that people like some people like dive in japanese hardcore things like things like that i will say that i'm a novice and i'm and i've barely scratched the surface that's why we focus on on like that's why a lot of the time i focus on current hardcore what's happening right now specifically what's happening in seattle um, because not a lot of people talk about what's going on in the Pacific Northwest. We do have some cool bands um, that are going out and doing things, um, but sometimes people don't attach that to attach these bands to the Pacific Northwest. I'm sure that there's plenty of people who are out there seeing Dying Wish right now uh, out on the road that have no idea that they're from Portland. Like, so we kind of, I kind of got lost in the sauce there with just like if somebody were to tell you that like so i would tell like oh my i got into you know my influence for this hardcore band is i started playing music because of under oath some people would be like you know shit on that i'm like but dude under oath's a fucking good ass band what the fuck like especially like uh well my favorite album's lost in the sound of separation and like i i like i grew up with like uh they're only chasing safety and like define the great line but like when I heard Lost in Sound of Separation, I was like, this is like super fucking heavy. Like, I want to write shit like this. Like, it's just, it's amazing to me. And and we can't even talk about how many bands are like in modern metalcore and in, in hardcore that have been influenced by Slipknot riffs. Yeah. Like 100%. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. I mean, Slipknot's like kind of the reason I started listening to like anything with screaming in it. Um, Before that, it was like fucking you know, Lincoln park and system of it down and shit like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if you, if you were at any age of being able to listen to something in the year 2000, you, or, or in the early two thousands, you are able to then like hybrid th- theory and that style music really influenced you in a way and could be your pathway to certain styles of music. And I think there's some people who just can't handle that too fucking bad. <laughs> like like, there's dude we live in a time of of plenty of different types of music why do you need to spend time hating on shit exactly yeah i keep getting on these on these things like i have friends who like stuff i don't care about but i just don't spend but i think it's also our social media age like where i've seen a lot of people who were we're going the we're going to talk about the vault he we're not even going to say his name the voldemort of fucking rock music and you know what and you already fucking know three letters that's it we're yeah people have been talking about that because this person came out with a new record and people and all the rock people have been shitting on it all time all times like okay what if you just spent time talking about the records you did like Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you really do, is yeah. that <laughs> i don't necessarily give two shits i'm not I, I'm I'm so indifferent if I heard I'm like I'm not I'm just not offended anymore because I've gone if you go like after you listen to the radio pop music I was like, you just become kind of numb to it and you just like it is what it is I could be mad that this that these bands are getting successful or I could put the energy into bands I fucking care about into the music I fucking care about and make it fun and make it yeah. worthwhile. That's kind of like that that. everyone hates on him anyway, because it's like, he's a big name. You're getting younger people into it. That's just going to make all the genres. I mean, it's like, uh, I think Sonny said something where like rising tide raises all boats or something like that. And that's, I, I've seen that lately just with the shows that we've been doing at the VFW. We see younger kids coming in lately. And I think, I just think oh, if yeah. you have a bigger, bigger name doing like pop punk or metal or whatever the hell it is, like as long as you're getting young people interested and doing all ages shows, I think is another big important part of it. It's just getting more eyeballs on everything, literally everything. Yeah. That's, I mean, you guys cited perfectly going into the mid 2000s and with Under Oath and bands like this, this <clears throat> pathway, your band doesn't necessarily sound like. Under Oath, you guys sound like metallic, your metallic hardcore contemporaries of what's going on right now in metallic hard. I don't, th- if you guys had a complete post hardcore song, I don't think Aaron from Jesus Peace would be on something that sounded like this or sounded like I set my friends on fire or something <laughs> no. like that. I don't think that that would, I don't think No Echo would, or any of uh, the hard, hardcore people would be talking about the the newest song and i think that's let's go let's go into let's go into the latest music you're gonna 
guys have a you have a song out got some more you know non-northwest ears on northwest music which is cool with a with a pretty uh cool um feature and connection and then you guys uh, have an upcoming record or uh ep mm-hmm. uh we want to talk about that real quick uh, just hash out the details for sure you want to go josh it's everybody's it's everybody is relying on you josh everybody <laughs> <Sorry. is> relying- <laughs> Literally, it's like everybody was waiting on you for the answer. Oh, everybody no, no, no. Was waiting on <laughs> listen, you listen. to lift the mood. Everybody was waiting on you for oh, the better lighting. <laughs> listen, listen. End on you, dude. The shit would fall the fuck apart. Yeah, what? That's true. <laughs> that's true, though. Josh, you have yeah, a it's... you have a you have quite the burden on your shoulder. Josh is Josh is the glue. You are carrying the. You are carrying the weight of the world. Listen, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it if you want, Josh, but... Go ahead. I just, I just like to hear you talk. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I like to hear you talk as well. I think they're all in love with you, too. Oh. <laughs> we That's are. okay. I'm all in love with them, too. Big time. Josh is a very likable guy. Thanks. Look at that face. Stop. They're just like, just like, please, can you just talk? We just, can, I'm just like stop. listening. We just like listening to you. <laughs> um, we're in the mixing phase. I do a lot of the mixing. Well, I do all the mixing myself. And we're trying to have it done before the little weekender. So hopefully I'll have it done in like the next two weeks or something like that. But we, pro- we procrastinate in Kaizo. <laughs> yeah, we do a little bit. We like to cut it close. We plan it and then we do it. Hey, why not? But it's it sets realistic goals. I'm I have too much on my plate, so unless I just I just have to fucking pull the trigger and, yeah, and get it going. Like, I feel like I'm a goal person too. Like if I don't set a date or like a goal for something, then it just doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. But I um, get that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the new the new track the um, with Aaron will be on the uh, on the new record too. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a follow up to the first ep uh volume two the first one was volume one um and uh yeah like six songs josh uh six songs yes 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 um full five and an interlude but that's about (laughs) it (laughs) sick and then you guys are playing and see you guys had you guys all do your record release here in Seattle, and then you're doing the weekender following that. Uh, Seattle's the last date that we're playing. last date. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think yeah, we're, we're starting in Portland. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, with uh, Blue Blaze and Purity. Those Pure guys story. fucking rip. <laughs> I still need. I was, yeah. Let's let's talk. So we we need to we need to we need to chat real quick, guys. We gotta we gotta talk about something. So. We eight bands, and uh, we got to talk. We got we got to talk about some. We got to talk about some things for better, for worse. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a real heart to heart right now. So let's talk right, about. Let's, let's talk about. We're gonna go back to talking about these shows uh, that you guys do, and people obviously people talk. We had there's a dispute. There's been the long time dispute of of show lengths of how many bands are appropriate for a show. <laughs> um, but I think the, the thing is, so, you know, I didn't really have, have much, uh, hand in the last show, except maybe helping throw a band on. And, uh, my, the first iteration of this, uh, of this, uh, for the last show, my name was my, my show's name was on the flyer. So, when that thing got posted, my inbox flooded <laughs> with why did you book a fucking ten band show? <laughs> I feel like that's just the way Sorry. everyone does it back out east. Sorry, Trevor. That's yeah. the, that that might be, but like I think it's just it's it's a different animal out east. We don't have as many <laughs> We don't we don't have as many shows, so we want people to not get burnt out. I think people might have more tolerance because there's more options, yeah. more shows. People figure figure out out east. Um, one of my and some people like plan more for show. Like there's I don't know. We have a shit is expensive out here. Everybody's working. I don't know. I don't. It's it's hard sometimes to get time off to do these shows, to do these tours, to do 
to do all this shit. So everything's got to be appropriately timed. I know one of my uh, friends on TikTok, like they, like I know for a fact, some of them, like in the small town, like in New Jersey, they're one of their places that they work. They will shut down their fucking shit early to go to a to a to a to the hardcore show in town. And I'm like, yeah, we don't do that type of shit out here for yeah. sure. Nobody does. Nobody plans around for the for the show in town. Like that's not that. We're lucky if people show up uh and <laughs> people have been showing up and that's cool but you guys caught me a lot of heat uh so originally originally we had like four of the bands that were on there were supposed to play like really quick like 15 minute sets and then like half of them dropped <laughs> and i wasn't gonna put any more on um but people kept calling it like a mini fest so i was like all right fuck it and so i threw like one more on after like a couple dropped and well, it went late. It went late, but we had a good time. I don't think if you do it like a seasonal thing, I don't think there's any problem with that. Like if you do if you do it promote well and like have like, you know, really good local bands playing, I think doing it every once in a while like that is not a is not an issue whatsoever. Because especially because uh from what I sense like there isn't but I think it I, I think it's cool to have like seasonal style gigs if they're marked as one as so people can look forward to them as like, Oh, there's every, you know, twice a year, three times a year, there's a mini long day where all the best bands from the Pacific Northwest or from just even maybe some touring bands are coming through. I think that's, I think that is appropriate. And I think that's cool. I think that's cool if it is explained in that way. But if you're just like doing a bunch of random fucking nine, 10, uh, band bills, uh, yeah. Cause the day that got announced, uh, everyone was coming to me. I, cause, uh, it the one step closer show was, uh, was in town at Vera and everyone came up to me and was, like what the fuck is this? And I'm like, dude, I haven't, I haven't specifically, I've, I've helped out with shows, but I have not specifically booked a show by myself in four years. So let's calm down. Let's calm yeah. down, everyone. Like, well, I think, I think there was like a huge, like, like everyone was having shows, like in the area, come like December, January, when everybody got more comfortable, and then cases started going back up. But it was like when we put on that first show in August, um, like I don't think there was hardly anything going on. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's fair. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I like I when, when I when I originally planned the January show, um, there wasn't really much on the schedule. And then all of a sudden, like everybody was like, shit's open. Like people are taking their masks off. Like, let's have all these shows. And I had like booked this like mini fest kind of by accident. <laughs> I think that's okay because there really wasn't a lot like in August and whatnot. There was that. There was a there was a show with Denial of Life in Tacoma under the bridge that was like one of the first like hardcore shows to happen. Uh, there was Regional Justice Center and then there was Jag. So there was not much for like Northwest like heavy music and hardcore. There wasn't yeah, it seemed like. It seemed like Seattle was like one of the last cities to kind of like hop back in. Oh yeah. Music. For at least for hardcore hardcore. Like I know like working in, uh, working on Capitol Hill, they're like Numos and, and those places were doing some shows here and there. Uh, I, I know even early on Cha Cha did a couple shows in their basement, uh, here and there, uh, when they, but then, uh, all the really small places pulled back instantly when people started getting sick again and there were because they're like we're not gonna we're not gonna do that <laughs> yeah especially especially up there when everyone is like that area is just an area for people to drink and like unfortunately like the people that work the venues have to be kind of like like you should be like you should be responsible for yourself but it also you have to like aware that there are some people that are going to not take care of themselves no matter what you no matter what you say they're just they're coming to have fun and have no self-awareness yeah so it is what it is it's a, it's a truth it's not me knocking anything but it's it's an absolute um it's just an absolute truth so 
once again, thank you so much uh, for talking to Kaizo. This is the whole band, right? This is everyone. This cool. Is this is this is it. So uh, yeah, we're talking to the band. They they have a new EP coming out. Uh, what what's the exact date? Uh, I think it's April twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, really? Is it really? No, I thought it was the twenty second. I could be Maybe. wrong. Maybe. I don't know. You guys, you guys know. I didn't get done when it's done. You guys didn't say. I, think it's, I don't got I think no it's press release on this shit. <laughs> I think it's the twenty second. <laughs> okay, so twenty second. Cool. So we got. You got that coming out. You got a mini tour in the Pacific Northwest. Make sure, make sure to check them out. Make sure to check out um, their latest song streaming everywhere, um, featuring Aaron from Jesus Peace. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming out. Make sure to come out to one of these. Make sure to come out to one of their shows very soon. Check out a record. Um, any last things you want to talk about before uh, we we exit? Um, no, I think that's, that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate y'all and, uh, make sure to support, uh, Northwest Pacific Northwest hardcore Pacific Northwest heavy music. And, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll catch you at a, at a show soon. Maybe is there another, uh, is there another big bill in the works in your head right now? Is there, you guys going to do another show in the future? BFW show? Yeah. Mm, yeah, probably. I just don't know exactly when it'll be. I'm not asking for the. I'm just asking if there will be. I'm not asking. Yeah. I'm not Definitely. asking the detail. Yeah. I'm not Definitely. details. There seems to okay. be. There seems to be a void in uh, Seattle specifically. Like I know there's a lot of shit going on in Tacoma with all ages stuff, but like Seattle, it's like the Vera Project seems to be like the only all ages like smaller venue so besides the big venue the besides the big venue stuff too but yeah i get it i get that 100 percent. but hopefully yeah. we'll sit we'll hopefully i will be able to uh make the next uh the make the next gig and uh and and uh come out because it is a cool thing that you are doing for uh the pacific northwest and having more shows with like the kind of showcase almost a fest that showcases uh everything that uh pacific northwest punk hardcore and metal is currently up to because there's there's a lot of bands that people don't don't know um with this with doing these uh things so i think you're i think you're doing a cool thing for for seattle so make sure to uh make sure to keep that up that's really it's a really cool thing hopefully i'll make it out and and uh i'll 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 make sure to take the day off since there's like since you're gonna book like 25 bands no no not next (laughs) but yeah thanks doug yeah (laughs) all right we're out of here dead air hardcore radio